0: This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today, we are going to be rounding up, rounding off our final conversation about hope And today I'm going to focus on scripture that gives us hope. One of the characteristics that I talked about in regard to hope in the first episode on hope is that hope is energizing. It's characterized by energy and extraordinary power. And sometimes we may feel a decided lack of energy and power. Due to normal circumstances of life, maybe we're tired, we didn't sleep well, we didn't sleep enough, we have a very full day and just don't want to overdo on the caffeine and we're just kind of blah. And then some little thing happens and we lose hope that we're going to be able able to accomplish the tasks of our day and what's going on in front of us. And sometimes we lose hope for deeper reasons. People we love disappoint us, people we love die. People get sick. The big thing that we were hoping to happen in terms of maybe our work or our family or a friend, it doesn't come true. It doesn't come to pass for whatever reason. So we find ourselves feeling maybe a little bit hopeless. So where do we go? What do we do? Well, I think, as I almost always think, that a good place to turn is God's word. Now, the thing about God's word is this. I can look through my Bible and I can, or put in a search engine, you know, I'm going concordance hope and what comes up and lots of things come up, lots and lots of scriptures come up because so much of what God tells us in his word is that we have hope and that our hope lies in him and in the salvation that we have through Christ Jesus. It's not always easy to just pull those verses out. So I want you to consider the verses that I'm, I did pick a couple of verses and I did pick a longer passage. Go back and read the entire thing. Don't just pick out the one little verse. Let that one verse serve as a reminder of the whole passage. So the first verse that I want to consider today is from Psalm 18 and it's Psalm 1820. The whole Psalm is about what God is going to do for us as a people he loves. And this verse in particular says, he set me free in the open. He rescued me because he loves me. I'm going to say that again. He set me free in the open. He rescued me because he loves me. And that's the last verse of Psalm 18. And throughout the whole passage, it's talking about how God is doing all of these things to save the people from their enemies. From the things that wear them down, the things that want to get the best of them and make them not be the people God created them to be. So, Psalm 20 says, He set me free in the open. He rescued me because He loves me. Does that give you hope? It gives me hope. It gives me hope first that God is going to set me free from these trials and burdens. And He's going to do it because He loves me. Even if the freedom doesn't come immediately, the love is still there. And I can lean into that love and hold on to that love and have hope that things are going to work out in the best possible way. The next verse I want to read is from Isaiah. It's Isaiah 35, verse 4. And again, the entire passage, and it's just 10 verses, but the entire passage is filled with the glory and splendor of God, and how we have him as our consolation, as our strength, and that nothing bad will happen to us as long as we hold on to him, because he will redeem us. And indeed, we know that in Jesus, he has redeemed us. So here is Isaiah 35, verse 4. Say to the fearful of heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. He comes to save you. Be strong, do not fear. Do those verses make you stand up a little straighter or sit up a little straighter if you're sitting? Do they make you take notice and remind you that not only is God around you, but God is within you? God is within you and the courage when he says be strong, do not fear. We can be strong and we don't need to fear because God is within us. And when God is within us, we cannot fail. That's from one of the psalms. Be strong, do not fear, because God is coming with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. Divine recompense. Recompense, how does it, to, to be compensated, right? With divine recompense means that not only is the wrong going to be righted, but it's going to be righted more. There's going to be an abundance of righteousness coming our way. God doesn't restore us a little bit. He restores us to glory. If the world has beaten you down, if circumstances have made you wonder, why me? Where is God? Know that when we turn to Him, when we hold on to this promise of divine recompense, and that yes, God is coming to save you, we're not going to be saved a little bit. We're going to be saved a lot. You can't really say a lot a bit, but you get what I'm saying. It is not a small price that He's going to pay, it's huge. And our restoration will be glorious. It will be glorious. That's a hope that we can hold on to. We know as Christians that Jesus Christ suffered and died for our salvation. And that is a hope that is not a faint hope. It's a sure hope because we know it. We know it to be true. We know it to be true. St. Paul in the New Testament often writes about how much we can have hope in Christ Jesus and in the salvation that he won for us. And I'm going to read Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 39. And again, I would encourage you to go ahead and read that whole chapter if you can when you have some time. Here, Paul is writing to the Romans and he is reminding them of our salvation in Christ Jesus, but also that we see God's love in what Christ did for us. So let me begin Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 39. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us, who will condemn. It is Christ Jesus who died, rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will anguish, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or the sword? As it is written, For your sake we are being slain all the day, We are looked upon as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things we conquer overwhelmingly through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord end of the quote. Nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is our hope. That is our hope that no matter what we do, no matter what the world throws at us, we still have Jesus. The other day I was at Mass, and the priest said one of the most beautiful things I have ever heard a priest say. I don't remember his name. He was our mission priest coming in. He was from Guatemala, and he said that hope has a name, and it is Jesus Christ. I sat there, and I actually wrote it down. I pulled out my phone, and I I wrote it down right away so I wouldn't forget it, because sometimes I forget things, even though I think they're important. Hope has a name. The name of hope is Jesus Christ. Isn't that beautiful? All of the scriptures that I just read, old and the new, all talk about Why are we able to have hope? We are able to have hope because of love. And as we talked a little bit about last time about mercy. So hope is tied very much with love. It is tied very much with mercy. And who is the most beautiful example of love and mercy that we have? It is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who suffered and died and rose for us. That is where our hope is. The troubles that we have in this world, please do not think for one minute that I do not believe they are big and real and sometimes impossible to deal with at times. I have faced circumstances that I have thought were insurmountable and they have been turned around in one way or another, not always in the way I wanted, but always within that plan of God's will. And when I am able to turn and look at him and have hope that he wants only my good, and only to give me his love and mercy. That is when the circumstances of the situation fade. It doesn't make them less real or less painful, but I have the hope that God is right there with me in the pain and in the misery that I'm feeling at that moment. So hold on to hope. Not to say, Put on rose-colored glasses and pretend nothing is bad in the world or in your life and that there are no problems. That isn't what God wants us to do. But hold on to hope knowing that he is with you because he loves us, because he wants our good, and because nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I hope that these words give you hope. And remind you how much God loves you and how much you can trust him. What is our challenge for this week? I've given you three scriptures, Psalm 18, Isaiah 35, and Romans 8. Take a look at those. From those three, pick one verse at least, put it on a sticky note, and put it where you can see it so that you know that that verse is your hope. It's your reminder of the whole passage, but that you can hold on to that verse and hope in the God who made you and loves you and is full of mercy and gives you hope. And again, I said this in the, other ta- the other time. I was talking about hope. If you feel a lack of hope, ask God for more hope. He will not turn you down. He will not turn you down. But if nothing else, I want you to go into your Bible Read those passages and pick one verse that wraps you in hope. That's your Not Lukewarm Challenge for this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you continue to live not lukewarm. I hope that God blesses you tremendously and know that I am praying for you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.